out. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Hear Me Out. My name's RJ. My name's Blaine. Of course, this is the podcast where two best friends, RJ and I, try to become better friends by convincing each other to take up a new hobby or agree with a new idea. Every week, one of us tries to convince the other person and the loser donates to a charity. RJ, what is the charity the loser will be donating to this week? Today's charity is the L.A. Food Bank. Uh, One in five people in L.A. County experience food insecurity. L.A. Food Bank's vision is that no one goes hungry in Los Angeles area. So if you guys want to donate, you can go to LAfoodbank.org. That's right. And the reason why we've chosen a food charity today is because our topic today is something that I mentioned in passing. And RJ... (laughs) RJ immediately scrunched up his face yeah. and was like, oh, what? And so my, my topic today is old food. I am fine with eating old food. Honestly, I enjoy eating old food. RJ does not enjoy eating old food. So, yeah, we live, we live in a society. Okay, we're going to get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. But uh, I think I'm all about eating old food, and I think it's great. And so my expert I have brought on today to bolster my opinion is the lovely and talented Will Fulton. Hello, Will. What's happening? Hi, Will. Hey, how are you guys today? Good, man. Good, good. Now, Will, you're the host of uh, Thrillist Explorers, which is an amazing podcast. And of course, out there, you can get this uh, uh, Thrillist Explorers wherever you get your fantastic podcasts. And will you also write articles at Thrillist.com and uh, tell us a little bit about your relationship to old food? I think uh, there might have been a little a little article, perhaps. Yes, written. for sure. We've done a few. Um, You know, a couple years ago uh, when I was a staff writer on Thrillist, we did a lot of articles based on SEO, right? So you are right yes. in that so many people are interested in this topic of when is it okay to, um, you know, how long is it okay to store these leftovers? When do I need to throw yes. food out? So there's a ton of interest on that. So I did a few articles geared as kind of guides and explainers as to how long your food actually lasts and what those expiration dates you see on packages actually mean. Thank you. Exactly. And we're going to get into that a little bit later, but tell everybody about uh, your podcast, Thrillist Explorers. Yeah, Thrillist Explorers is really fun. It is a travel podcast, which, um, you know, might seem a little counterintuitive right now, considering that we can't travel. <laughs> Maybe. But Maybe so many people we've noticed are really interested in just thinking about travel and talking about it. So our goal with Thrillist Explorers is really to bring people around the world safely uh, through stories, you know, interacting with people who have gone on crazy trips and covering some of the cities that we love at Thrillist, Chicago, Los Angeles, Austin, we're dedicating full episodes to these cities, and it's been really fun. We've had a lot of great guests. We've been able to talk to a ton of people, and um, it makes me feel a little bit better about being cooped up in my apartment in Brooklyn, right? Because you get to travel the world a little bit. Will, where would you say some of the best food cities that you've done podcasts on? Like, um, one that comes to mind maybe would be Austin. That's yeah. got to be up there. Chicago's probably got to be up there. Great do you have any? Do you have any uh, any favorites? Uh, the two that you mentioned are really great. You know, right now we're actually working on an LA episode, and a lot of people don't, you know, might not jump to mind immediately. Like an Austin or Chicago is a great food city, but yeah, we're finding so, like a ton of really fun, um, 
we're, we're finding out a lot about Los Angeles, specifically Thai Town. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been there, but um, Whoa, part of the city I've right. never even really, yeah, really explored. And there are so many great places to go eat there. So I think El- Los Angeles surprisingly underrated for its food. I'll, I'll put that out there. I would I would agree with that. There, yeah. And there's just I mean, obviously, like I think a lot of people who aren't from L.A., like me included, I came to L.A. and I was thinking like, all right, they're going to have amazing Mexican food. But I didn't have any idea about the like Korean culture, the Thai culture like you were talking about. And then just like <laughs> it's like some of the best sushi I've ever had. Uh, it, yeah, it. There's so much diverse food here in L.A. One thing that really surprised me, I I used to live in New York. Uh, I lived in Flatbush and then uh, 13th and A and then Astoria. I lived there for like 10 years. So uh, I got to, you know, live in all different pockets of New York. And one thing that really surprised me is in New York, obviously, to survive as a restaurant, you have to be great. Right. You have because they it's so cutthroat. But then moving out to L.A., What really shocked me was like the restaurants here, like the produce is better. So just naturally the bar is a little bit higher. It's not because I don't think and I don't mean to insult any restaurateurs (laughs) here in Los Angeles, uh, but uh, it's just I think the ingredients, it's easier to get fresher ingredients. And so everything just kind of takes a bit of a step up. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that that goes a long way. Specifically, you know, I know you mentioned uh, sushi and, and seafood. That that yes. really makes a difference in that arena. So for sure, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you there. So you're saying basically restaurants in LA can coast because they have better <laughs> ingredients. Got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying if you took the skills of New York and added them to LA, I mean, it'd be it would it would literally <laughs> be mind blowing. Yeah. No. No. No joke. No joke. Uh, Will, before we get into the specific uh, argument we have here, what what are some of your favorite foods just personally? Oh man, overall. Yeah, that's a tough question. I am a big proponent of breakfast food at all time. Like I love a good like uh, <laughs> I love breakfast food. Bacon, egg, and cheese, or you know, the deconstructed Hell version, yeah. which is just breakfast, I guess, like eggs and bacon and <laughs> Just bacon, <laughs> yeah. egg, and cheese. <laughs> I love that. Um I'm I'm kind of basic and super, you know, just cliche thrill. It's just, you know. Pizza and burgers, I, those are my favorite. I, you know, we mentioned Thai food. I, I get Thai food about once a week. Get a little um, drunken noodles. Love that stuff. So um, basically anything that is really bad for me and makes me feel better about myself for a few minutes, that's, <laughs> that's what I go for. Yeah. Have, have your eating habits uh, or diet or, or food loves changed at all because of quarantine? Um, I'm definitely, you know what? No, because I don't really cook that much. And my girlfriend who I live with doesn't cook that much. So we're kind of on the same takeout routine as we always have been. I'm not gonna lie. And it's great. You know, That's we great. wanted to keep that up and support the businesses we always supported. So absolutely surprisingly, no, my, my eating habits really haven't changed that much. Um, my walking habits have. So when combined, <laughs> put on a few pounds, but, yeah. uh, there we no, go. not really. There we yeah. Go. Blair, have your have your eating habits changed during very, quarantine? Very much, very much. Really, I, I've almost exclusively cooked. Mm. Oh, I, I assumed you did that before. To be honest, I assumed you you cooked a lot, but I guess no, not. no, no. Only really, I do this uh, you know live stream show dinner and a video game. Will and so every week I would I make a food based on a video game pun, and then we play. You know, so I did what last night I did. I played bug snacks and made chicken nuggets for nug snacks. You know, mm. uh, but. Uh, but aside, but before quarantine, that was kind of the only time I would cook for myself. And during quarantine, then I just 
basically just started cooking. And it, I got to say, it really has opened up my palate because I, I've used spices and, and those things and done concoctions that honestly are pretty much against all the laws of God and man. But I have found a few flavors that I really enjoy that I haven't really discovered when eating out. So, so it's been, it's been kind of uh, an interesting, an interesting experiment, but now as clearly in the past, like two months, I've, I've started to eat out a little bit more. And so it's been a real treat to go back to, oh, right. These people make food for a living and it's awesome, you know, (laughs) versus just garbage, uh, cooking. This is what I've, uh, what I've experienced. Um, all right. Well, we are going to be back, uh, right after these messages with, uh, Will and my argument for RJ to eat old food. We'll see you in a second. All right. We're back. Blay, you ready? Okay. So here's the thing. RJ and I were talking and I just offhandedly said, uh, or, or somebody, how did this come about? Was it your wife, RJ? Someone said, oh, that that was left out and RJ uh, and RJ ate it or so. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. I'd leave that out all the time. I would eat that in a heartbeat. I would eat that. Right. How yeah, that, I think it was. It I up? think it was at my house. Yeah. I think there was some old. Uh, let me just preface this by saying real quick, there is one food I will eat old and that is pizza. I'm fine eating cold pizza. That's great. Whatever. But there was like old, it was like quinoa and veggies. They had been refrigerated, which I'm sure is fine. I'm sure it's all fine, but it, it's not my thing. And Mara was eating it. My wife was eating it and I thought it was gross. I thought it looked gross. I thought it it smelled kind of gross. Uh, it Hmm. smelled up our fridge a little bit. I, I don't know. Well, how's the weather? How's the weather up there on that high horse? You motherfucker. Yeah, that's right. Old food is the way to go. First of all, let me let me just explain here. I am. It's not that I choose to eat old food. It's that I just end up eating a lot of old food. All right. Because I think the thing here's and here's argument number one. Okay. As my mother used to say, waste not want not okay now what am i oh i'm a king i'm a king up in my ivory tower full of fresh food all the time no buddy i don't think so listen if 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 milk is a little bad that's okay i'm still gonna drink it what am i gonna throw it out what am i made of milk no no waste not want not i think and will i would love to hear your position on this i feel like Expiration dates are a suggestion. Use your eyes, use your ears, use your tongue. You know, I don't know. You could use the sense of touch and just poke into the food, but make sure it's bad. Don't just look at a date. Make sure the food is actually bad before you choose to not eat it. Right. Well, what do you think about expiration dates? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot going on here. I would say, you know, the there is. There is. I'm, I'm a pretty vehemently uh, vehement uh, uh, old food eater. Yeah. We'll try not to go in some things, but food specifically in old food. I mean, the bottom line is food doesn't just go bad. There is no magical mm. date where you have a food where all of a sudden, oh, no, like we can't eat this. Suddenly it turns into a pumpkin that's covered in E. coli or whatever. The expiration <laughs> dates that are on and you know another thing i will say too is um when i talked to some chefs and um some other experts about this a couple years ago a lot of them reiterated that americans specifically are a lot more concerned with oh this food is old this this has gone bad or this hasn't been in the fridge where a lot of the world doesn't really think of food that way and um it's interesting the whole idea of expiration dates really came about in the 1970s when frozen food became a lot more popular than um you know, it did uh, previously. 
And at first, those dates weren't public facing. They were kind of in encrypted codes on food packaging that only grocery store managers. Yes. Wow. True. And then somebody released a book that was like, um, here's how to decode the secret messages on your frozen food. And all of a sudden, food companies started saying, you know what, let's just like make this outward facing so people can see, um, you know, what the grocery store managers could see, which is interesting because if you notice, there's no uniform system tying expiration dates together. There aren't even, there's not even an agreed agreed upon nomenclature. If you look, it's state by state. It's best buy, uh, fresh buy, all of these different words. So really- Sell by, right. Sell by, and it's so subjective. A lot of these companies are just actually doing their own internal taste tests and putting those dates based on their own thoughts. It really, like, you know, if you buy a gallon of milk, right? and you leave it in a hot car for a day, it's going to go bad. If you take that gallon of milk and you put it in a fridge for a month, it's probably not going to go bad. And the the other, the biggest thing too is like, you probably aren't going to get sick from any old food, right? There are like deli meats and smoked fish and dairy that can become contaminated easier or more easily, but they're not inherently going to make you sick. If you have a Ritz cracker or something, you can eat that years from now. Those things are loaded with preservatives and you will be yeah. fine. Now, taste, if your issue is taste, which it might be, that's where it kind of comes into play. Big issue. Wait, oh, uh, Will, real quick question. Yeah. You you touched on something that I think is super fun. The, the company's hiding, encrypting the date from people. Did you find out in your, in your travels what, <laughs> why they did that? Because wouldn't you think that these companies would want people to see a date so that they eventually throw the food away and have to buy more food? Why would, why would they do that? Do you know? Uh, I think that originally it was just to, I mean, that's a good point. And you, you bring up food waste a lot. And I think the number is 160 billion pounds of good quote unquote, good food gets thrown away every year. So you do bring up a good point. Like this whole like planned obsolescence, like let's put an expiration date on there to make sure people throw it away. Um, I think originally just because of the way that people ate, it wasn't even a concern before because people were just getting fresh food all the time. So I don't even think that popped into people's minds until the frozen food boom, right? And then it was just and probably, Yeah, and I'm sure that's a good point too because I'm I'm sure before frozen food, people would go to the store more and buy less and eat it faster. Whereas we want to go once every week or two and we get pissed if something, like, like every time I go shopping, I look at the expiration date on something like milk just because it's like, well, yeah, because I want because sometimes right behind that carton of milk in the same fridge at the grocery store is a is a later expiration date. So I don't have to go to the store as fast because I'm not going to drink a whole thing of milk if I'm just using it for coffee or whatever. You're you're literally the guy in the movie Clerks who has pulled out all the milk (laughs) and is just looking, looking for that. Willy Wonka golden ticket of milk. Oh, yeah. That's dude. That's two anything days. I buy. Yeah. No, anything days. I buy, I'm going. I'm going. I'm not going on the first thing on the shelf. I'm going like three in, and I'm taking that one because I don't want the thing that's been tampered with by from everyone. I do Jesus. that too. It's like back when <laughs> yeah. we up by DVDs. It's like okay, yes. I'm not going to take the Master and Commander in the first slot. I'm going to exactly. reach way back. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> because it's good. all right. So now that's that's true. I mean, that's just common sense. That has nothing to do. With <laughs> common sense. Yeah. That's common sense. Look, I, I will say, you know, uh, like, here's a thing. Basic. Here's a real thing. 
Around Thanksgiving every year, there's a company that makes turkey shaped butter. It's like they do a stick. RJ almost spit out his water. They do a stick <laughs> of butter and they cram it into a, a turkey. And every year I buy like 20 of these or 25 <laughs> and then eat them over the course of the year. Kind of like Halloween candy. <laughs> and Wait, so by the time the I get by the time I get to the last turkey butter, it's been expired for like seven months. But I'm still eating that butter, dude. It still tastes great. Does it? Yeah, it tastes exactly the same. What are you gonna? It's not you're like gonna th- you're gonna throw away some some perfectly good turkey butter? No, I don't think so. I don't really even understand what this product <laughs> is. But is there like blue mold or anything on that? No, is it just a stick of butter in the shape of a turkey? Yes, but it's fun, dude. You get to bite <laughs> you the just head buy off it the- because of the shape. Yes. Okay. okay. So it doesn't taste like turkey. It's like those like it Reese's taste peanut like butter no. cups. Okay, that are just no. It just tastes <laughs> no. It tastes like butter. Okay. But it, but but it's interesting to hear you say the thing about the expiration date because. I do think that, and, and I, I do agree that expiration dates are a good guide, but I think if you're like, oh my God, oh God, these eggs, it's been one day. No. I mean, like, does it, like, use your fucking brain? Like, does it look rotten? Does it smell rotten? All those things. Does it taste rotten? Then don't eat it. Otherwise- you use your brain. You don't have to use your brain because people, experts, or people at these companies have gone through the trouble of figuring out the general date for you. But to Will's point, you don't know the the qualifiers that they're using. The qualifiers could simply be taste. Oh, it doesn't taste quite as good. So we're going to say this date. And I think getting back to my original argument, my first argument, and what my mother used to say- Waste not, want not. Mm-hmm. I would rather eat something a little past the expiration date because I'm not an asshole like RJ who's wasting food all willy-nilly. You know what I'm saying? Well, but what I'll say to that is waste not, want not. First of all, why is your mom talking like that? <laughs> Mrs. Blair, why are you talking like that? But second of all, my mom always used to say, finish all your dinner. So I wouldn't have anything left. I wasn't allowed to leave the table unless I ate everything for dinner that night. So there wasn't any. Just take smaller portions. Your mom is setting you up for failure, by the way. <laughs> she was setting me up for failure. Yeah. But, but, the, but also to your point of like, you don't know why these companies are putting the date on there. It could just be for taste. That's enough for me. I don't want to eat something that doesn't taste good. Uh, like, yeah, the milk might I, not kill me, but it tastes like gasoline, so I don't want to drink it. First of all, if milk tastes like gasoline, you got other problems, pal. <laughs> Second of all, I've seen things you eat, and it's, trust me, you're not choosing things on taste, okay? What do you mean? Uh-huh. Like what? All right. Second second argument. First of all, argument is waste not, want not, all right? There's too much food waste. Okay. Second argument. Now, this is, this is going to be a little tougher of a, a battle to get you to agree, but... <laughs> I don't know, Will, how you're going to feel about this one. <laughs> Will, you don't have to agree. <laughs> now, I like to work out. All right. Oh, God. I can tell. Working okay. out. You look working great. out and getting. Working. Thank you. You, you. you as well. You look nice. Protein bars don't expire. <laughs> they don't, by the way. It's all chemicals. But no, listen. How, here's how you get stronger. You challenge your body, okay? You challenge your body. How you make muscles, you break those muscles down. And then you sleep and then they get stronger. You know what I'm saying? Time under tension. You, you want to, you challenge yourself and that's how you 
succeed, not just physically, but also mentally. By eating food that's gone a little bit bad, you are making yourself stronger, okay? You're increasing your immunity. It's kind of like Princess Bride, where the guy, which I don't know if this is a true thing, so don't do this, but who has eaten a little bit of poison, you know, Inigo Montoya <laughs> or the other guy has eaten a little bit of poison, and so he's now impervious to that poison. All I'm saying is, you eat something that's a little bit bad, your stomach gets stronger. This isn't backed by any medical science. I just feel like you know, this is what happens in the gym, so this could happen in my mouth. What do you think? RJ, go. I, I just think that's a such a fine line to walk. I don't well, know that I want. I don't know. I want to do that tightrope tightrope dance every time I, you know, go bite into a piece of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I don't. I don't necessarily want to live on the border of this is going to make me immune to bad <laughs> food and this is good food. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm saying do it for science, dude. Will, what's your what's your opinion on eating food that's just a little bit spoiled to make yourself stronger? Do you think that's even scientifically possible? I so so basically you're saying this is like the equivalent of like a gastronomical American gladiators course that you're putting yes, your that's a, through. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. You're drinking you're drinking milk that's a little bit bad. That's like going against Blaze. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like against like the the, the American <laughs> right. Gladiator Blaze. Or I Laser. Mean, they all had like lace. They all had those crazy names. Yeah, I liked Laser. He was good. Uh <laughs> Laser was dope. I I feel like I mean, I don't know. I guess I guess on the one hand. It might not make your body stronger, but it will increase your tolerance to, <laughs> oh. you know, going back to the taste question. Like if you're eating, um, if you're go. drinking spoiled milk and it's a little bit gone, like you're not going to get sick from that. Uh, yeah. If you are used to drinking spoiled milk, I guess. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this like herd immunity uh, theory of just you'll get this right. kind of like a little dose of it and it'll make you okay over time. I mean, sure. And maybe that's why you don't care so much if, if you're used to eating things like that. Definitely. But I don't know about your science. I will say. All right. The other thing, too, you, we keep saying expired food. And I think, you know, a lot of advocates in this area uh, don't want people to use that terminology anymore because they're not right. expired. It's just less than fresh. So I just want to drop right. that in there. Less than fresh. That's a good yeah. that's a good point. The less than fresh thing. And by the yeah. way, on the, and maybe this is a, a less insane way to make this argument, which is kind of like hot sauce. If you're into hot sauce like me. You know, you 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 discover as you first of all, when I started eating hot sauce and spicy things, I was like, oh, it's all just spicy. But then you kind of get into the different flavors and stuff and you start to navigate. And now I'm like I'm like a, a chemist in a lab and I'm putting little drops of hot. I'm making my own hot sauce with all these different other hot sauces. So it is kind of a thing of if you're eating food that's a little old, perhaps the flavor isn't quite there, but. It's getting you more used to eating old food. So when the apocalypse comes and zombies are here and we're foraging, I'm, you know, waste not, want not, you know? Yeah. That, and you know what? I have a real life applicable, applicable, applicable. Am I saying that? Applicable. Right? Okay, applicable. applicable. That's, it. Sure. That's it. I finally got there. That's Example it. of this. I was at uh, the Thrillist office, which has been closed since March. And we have these giant cartons of uh, coffee, right? Like cold brew. Yeah. And I was in there. I decided to steal some because they were just sitting there. Brought them home. The Best Buy date was back in June. We continued to drink them anyway, and it tasted fine, but it was a little more acidic, right? So when I had regular mm. coffee, I enjoyed it even more. So that might add to your argument there because it's like, 
you know, you can't taste the sweet without the sour. That's what people say. So right. that's true with food, too. It will make the rest of your food indulgence that much more enjoyable. Wait, you were saying because you were drinking the more acidic late coffee, it made good coffee taste better? Exactly. There we go. Okay. There okay. we go. <laughs> All right. That's right. <laughs> RJ, what do you think? I mean, I think, uh, sure, yeah, if you eat a bunch of garbage all the time, then it's going to make, when you go to Sugarfish, taste really good. Yeah, I think that's a great point, but it doesn't make me want Sugarfish any less. <laughs> all right, final point. <laughs> Hit me. Let's final do Final point is this. Think about the fine, there, there are foods out there that are the finer foods, such as like, such as meat that's been dry aged, right? Some of the best steaks in the world are dry aged steaks, you know? Like, uh, think about the fancy cheeses. Think about, you know, blue cheese, all these things with the crust on the outside. These are all foods that through aging have gotten more premium. So by saying that, oh, I don't want to eat food that's old, what you're also saying is you are completely disregarding the top tier of foods like dry aging meat. They just hang, they, they put it out and they just hang meat there and the outside ages and then they cut that away. And then the inside is that much more delicious. So what you're saying is you're uh, a basic bro. You just like, Oh, give me the fresh, give me whatever. You know, I don't want the, the finer things, the Royal food. Yeah, life. that's that's not a that's not a horrible point. The and also like wine, you could argue. wine Stuff exactly. Like Stuff, exactly. Yeah, the older aging. it is, chef's kiss. Exactly. What is, uh, this is an actual question. You know, wagyu meat or yeah, wagyu, 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 Kobe beef or whatever. Is mm-hmm. that aged or is that like really fresh? I don't actually know. Does anyone know? It's. I don't think. I, I think I it think comes it's from, aged. It comes from. How would you, you just said you had no idea. Why would I mean, you I just, like, I have no idea, but it's not aged because well, that because fits into meat, my worldview. No, because meat, it, aged meat feels like in my head seems like tough. No, but that, that's where you're wrong. It, it is tough, but they cut that away in the inside. Oh, is that's the whole thing. It's this, think of it like cheese and a rind or something, <laughs> you know, it's like, but it's true. It's like yeah. that the outside part and then the inside yeah, is yeah. aged. And by the way, saying you don't like things that are aged, you hit upon a, a, a point I didn't even think of, but now I'm adopting, which is wine. Think of beer, dude. That's fermentation. That's yeah. fermentation. Mm-hmm. That is old. That Those are things that are old, but yet have been weaponized to be delicious. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Right. I mean, well, what do you think? Well, I think when people talk about aged meat, they just mean that the cow was really old. So <laughs> when, when it was slaughtered, um, senior no. citizen meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you know taste. It's so subjective. I think is is the bottom line. And when we talk right. about these labels, you know, fresh buy, best buy. I know some people that uh, like cheese its that are old because they're a little bit like crispier. They're a little tougher. So I don't think. You know, I think the big problem with these dates is that they aren't the same for everyone. Everyone has a different tolerance. Everyone has a different taste preference. And that doesn't really Mm. take, you know, none of this takes that into account, which is tough. And that's why so many people throw away food before they actually should, just based on these arbitrary dates. Agreed. And I I think the thing, RJ, is 
I think you should free your mind from thinking of all food like salad, which it's not. Nobody wants an aged salad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But there are yeah. other foods that do well. Like, what's your favorite pizza topping? Pepperoni, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's not a fresh meat, dude. There's no totally. fresh pepperoni. So these things, like, I think it is it is about freeing your mind a little bit. And aside from, there's other levels besides, like, just food past or near the expiration or sell by or buy, you know, by date um, that, that I think benefit by aging. And that also is in the umbrella, under the umbrella of aged food. So, again, that is my that's my final argument. Uh, And I think that before we uh, get into RJ's response, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. All right. So I'm trying to convince RJ to eat old food, to be more okay with old food. And we've got I've got as my expert uh, this week, uh, the amazing Will Fulton from the podcast Thrillist explorers which is an uh, incredible podcast you all should be listening to you can get it wherever podcasts are subscribed to uh and my my arguments are thus number one argument like my old mammy used to say (laughs) waste not want not you know end food waste be a little more gracious with the 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 period in which you feel like you, you can eat food. Uh, you know, Will, you've made the point expiration dates are a newer thing and, and we should just use our our faculties to see if food is expired versus let the robots tell us with the numbers, you know, fuck you, robots. Uh, and my second argument uh, which might not be the best, but I'm going with it, which is eating old food, uh, you know, might make you stronger. You know, not backed by any science and don't do it because I'm saying it because I'm not a doctor uh, and I can't spell doctor. But again, I think old food might, you know, if you're getting more used to old food, then the fresher food tastes better. So there you go. And my third argument being that aged food, food that's older, uh, is kind of the top tier uh, in many cases. You're thinking uh, fine wines. You're thinking fermented beer. You're, we're saying uh, dry aged meat. We're saying things like blue cheese and, and special cheeses. So I think by saying you don't want to eat old food, you're also saying uh, you're a fucking you're a basic bro who only likes, um, you know, f- uh, fresh salads. Uh, so those are my three arguments. RJ, what do you think? What well, is your, what's your verdict? Well, real quick, I want Will to have one more shot. What, yes. You got any any closing thoughts on old food, Will? I'm interested to hearing what you say, too, because my opinion is malleable. Okay. It really is. <laughs> I, have, oh. I have my thoughts. <laughs> what, Will, what do you think? What do you think of my arguments, Will? What do you I think? think? What's your reaction? You, the first point you made is definitely the strongest. I think uh, okay. <laughs> I think you strayed from the path of truth a little bit. <laughs> I was being honest, but I agree with your overall assessment because I it, it's something yes. that I also feel passionate about. So I'm excited to hear what RJ says as someone who's so vehemently against this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think your first argument so, is good. The other two, you're insane. <laughs> RJ, what do you think? Uh, yeah, so I, I think, okay, let me, I'm just going to go through your arguments. <laughs> so your first one. You won me over on one out of the two of these arguments, basically. The first oh. one was not one of those. The the waste oh. not, want not argument. I kind of touched on it earlier. I still don't and I and I understand, Will, you made great points about these companies putting these kind of arbitrary labels on these things, but 
I still think taste and smell and touch, all of these senses that your body has are like defense mechanisms against bad things for you. So if something smells bad, yeah, it might not kill me, but it probably is an alert to me that I shouldn't be eating it. That's kind of my argument against your first point. My right. this, the, the part that I, I will say first that I agreed with was the aging thing. You can have like premium wines and foods and whatever, premium meats. Uh, I just don't think I'm high society enough for that <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? Like I sure. I, I don't know. I'm I'm not buying like a super old bottle of wine ever. Yeah, but I yeah, know. That, look at how, one look at how you're dressed. You didn't have to say that to us. We could see a new sweatshirt. Uh-huh. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like uh and then the challenge your body part. Of course, that was an absurd argument, as I'll agree with Will. We'll uh, see who lives you know, longest. We'll see who lives longest. <laughs> we will. We will. Also, I'm not a huge diarrhea fan. <laughs> for so. someone for someone who has the most diarrhea of anyone <laughs> I've ever met. Well, Chipotle is so fresh, but also brings the diarrhea. <laughs> brings the rhea. Uh, uh, so, yeah, this, this week, I am not going to be convinced. <laughs> But I appreciate the effort so much. So, Blay, you're going to be donating to the L.A. Food Bank. And if anyone else out there wants to donate, you can go to LAFoodBank.org. I'm going to also be donating on Thanksgiving. It'll be fun. Oh, there we go. That's fantastic. And yeah. thank you, Will. This was great. Thank you for, yeah, thank you for so coming much. along. Yeah. Uh, this was awesome. And, of course, if people, again, people should... Um, Please subscribe to Will's podcast, Thrillist Explorers. But also, if they want to go and read some of the articles you've written on this subject, where can they do that? Yeah, I mean, the easiest way is just Google Thrillist uh, food expiration dates and my name, Will Fulton. Pop right up. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Mr. Fulton. Uh, This was a delight. Uh, And of course, uh, again, please subscribe to Thrillist Explorers. And of course, you all there listening can tune in for new episodes of Hear Me Out every Wednesday. Please rate and review and tell your friends. If there's something you want us to debate, send us a little email at hearmeouthearmeout at gmail.com. I'm sorry I said it that high. (laughs) That was a mistake. Uh, Thank you to Brett Kushner for producing this podcast in Strange Hotels for the theme song. We'll see y'all next week. Thanks. See you, bye.